what I said, like shock the system or mess with people's mindsets. It's like they don't because we were so used to doing things the way that 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 they used to be done or the way we think that there's only one way to do it or there's a limited amount of ways. You have more time than you think. Lao Tzu has this great quote. Time is a man-made construct. Saying I don't have time is like saying I don't want to. That is Mike Vardy, a productivity strategist, the founder of Productivityist, and the creator of productivity methodology known as time crafting. He has been featured in many publications, including The Globe and Mail, Forbes, Inc., Fast Company, and more. Mike had also developed successful classes on productivity and time management for Skillshare and Creative Life. He lives in Victoria, BC, Canada, with his wonderful wife, delightful daughter, and super son. By the way, this is one of the most popular episodes in our six years plus library. And I feel strongly led to choose the highlights to publish both in video, our YouTube channel, and also audio in our podcast in such a time as this. As you know, time is way more precious and expensive than money or other resources. We do need to learn how to make it serve us, not the other way around. Now, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. You know, Mike, we are in this entrepreneurial field. I mean, it's not shortage of information talk about productivity, right? And, right. But yep. uh, I think we all kind of, we are in this field uh, long enough. We kind of also figure it's not everything what out there, the, what they teach works for each single one of us. So I'm curious, I just want to ask you, what is the real productivity mean for you? So it's funny because a lot of people, and it, I mean, as somebody who's studied productivity for the better part of a decade now, uh, you know, I mean, most people, when you first get into it, you're thinking, oh, it's about being efficient or mm-hmm. it's about being effective. And, and that's a part of it. But I, I think that that's that comes later. I think that productivity and it, productivity isn't about getting as much done as possible either. Uh, it's about uh, intention. I believe productivity is about the marriage of intention. So what do you intend to do? And then how are you going to pay attention to it? So productivity to me is about intention plus attention because attention management you know, that's a very personal thing, right? I mean, you can look at all the different articles out there, all the different books, and they're going to talk about time management. But time is such a big thing. And it's one of those things that we really struggle with because we feel we don't have control over our time necessarily, which is, again, a bit of a fallacy. We have more control over it than we think we do. And it's it's very quantifiable, right? You know, time equals minutes, equals seconds, equals hours, equals days, equals weeks. But but attention is very subjective. You know, how much attention are you going to pay to something? We we live in a world where our attention is being taken away from the things we really should be focusing on 
to other things that maybe we shouldn't be. I was I was reading an interesting article um, by Jason Kotke at Kotke.org, and it was relating to what Oliver Berkman wrote about the idea of reading your news later. Like so, for example, instead of keeping up with the news cycle the day that it happens, uh, check in a two to three days later because your reaction time, your attention is going to be a little bit more uh, measured. You're not going to be as reactive. You're going to have you're going to have some time to kind of process it because the other thing about productivity is when you think about intention and attention, a lot of that requires conversely slowing down, taking mm. time to to sit with something and then making the right decision as opposed to just going forward without having a plan in place. So I think no matter what uh, you know philosophy, no matter what app, especially no matter what app you use, I think it's about what are my intentions. So is your if your intention is to you know build a thriving business, and that's a big project. But let's say your intention is to run a great webinar. Okay, how am I going to pay attention to that intention? And then everything kind of funnels towards that. So um, don't think about productivity as being efficient. It, I mean, being efficient about the wrong things is not productive. Being effective about the wrong things isn't productive. But being intentional with what you're doing and then paying attention to those intentions. I think that's where the real productivity lies. Whoa. I think we can, we are writing a real podcast right now. It's a bit of a shock to the system. Like I kind of, <laughs> when I talk about productivity, it's like, wait a minute. Wow. My goal is to like, kind of like shake you up a little bit and change your mindset a bit about it because a lot of people don't, they, they don't think about it that way. They think about it as checking off as many boxes as possible. So no, my goal when I talk about it is to kind of mess with your mindset a little bit and, and, you know, throw convention out the window a little bit. And also kind of shock the system. So that whoa is the reaction I'm looking for. Awesome. So I'm I'm, I'm happy that at least um, worth your time, I hope. <laughs> I have a question for you, Mike. And this, sure. this actually happened to myself and recently also brought up uh, in my community and also in Chris's community the, of the entrepreneurs that mm -hmm. somebody asked this question in the webinar, say, do you have those moments that you know exactly what you need to do? You need to get certain tasks done. You even know what to do, but you cannot bring yourself to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and what do you think? Why? And and if you have ever that, <laughs> how you conquer it? Okay, so it, it still happens. It happens to everybody all the time because entrepreneurs especially, they have a lot of things that they want to do. You know, uh, especially if you're good at capturing the things that you want to do, if you're putting them down in a to do list or you're putting down you're, or you're journaling them and you're like, hey, you know what? I really want to write that book. And you keep writing that, but you don't actually make any progress on it. Um, one of the ways I've found to combat that is to theme your time a little bit. more, So to give your your time more definition. So like I said earlier about that maintaining mode. Mm -hmm. So from nine to 10 a.m., my brain doesn't go. And this is the problem is we've got those two parts of our brain, right? We've got the amygdala, which is like the, the primitive part of our brain that only wants to do very little. It wants to it's really it's all it's meant to do is keep us alive, right? It's I need to eat. I need to sleep. I need to, it's that fight or flight. It does with, the, it deals with a very primitive part of our brain. And then there's the prefrontal cortex. And if you've read Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit, you can learn a lot about this stuff as well. But the free, prefrontal cortex is the part of, is the reason. It's like the higher level of reasoning. And so that's the part of your brain that knows I should really be working on this. Before we move on the conversation, did you know we publish weekly videos in our YouTube channel? The channel is designed to equip leaders like you to become that Christian CEO that God has called you. Just go to youtube.com 
forward slash Katie Bother Show or just go to youtube.com, key in my name, Katie Bother. Then you can find our channel easily. If you are there, would you please considering subscribe, like, and comment on the videos? That will really help us to grow the channel and serve more entrepreneurs like you. Now, let's get back to the conversation. But the other part of your brain is so powerful, it goes, eh, why? You know what? You'll get to it later. Let's just do this. You know, email. Because because email, you get the quick dopamine hit, right? You get like the quick hit of dopamine every time you answer an email or send one. So you feel like you're making real progress. And you are. You're making little bits. But you're not going to make the massive gains if you sit down and write 500 words towards your book, right? So I found one of the things you can do is not only do you have the, – the, the benefits of this is if you theme your time – and I know Chris talks about scheduling every moment like he's very ri- – But I think there's a problem with getting too particular with that. If you're very specific with scheduling, then so let's say you say check email from nine to ten. For some people, that could be too specific. But you Mm -hmm. could say communication, communication between nine and ten, and it opens up a bit more. So then you have a few more varieties of choices. Maybe I'm going to get on the phone. Maybe I'm going to go into social media because that's communication. So you might need to broaden that a bit, right, which is what I call mode based work. So I would never really have. Um, like I don't really schedule like, Hey, it's time for me to go into email. Instead, I would say, Hey, maintaining mode email falls into that social media falls into that, you know, musing mode, planning falls into that brainstorming, thinking, making, holy crow, what could fall into making a whole bunch of stuff, writing, you know, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. But I think, but that's the thing that by having that predetermined time, and this is called horizontal theming. So from two to 4 PM, when two o'clock comes, my brain goes, well, what am I going to do now? It's like, well, hold on. We're going into making mode. That's what we've decided. And we decided that months ago. Okay, well, what are we going to make then? And then my brain goes, well, I don't know. What's the monthly theme? What's our theme for this month? Oh, it's video. Okay, so what kind of videos can I make? And as I look at my to-do list, the making goes from being, you know, like 300 tasks, let's say, down to 20. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, my, so then the, the primitive part of my brain has less to argue with. It's saying, well, we already decided this. It always will try to find a way to make it work. You'll, it's not a foolproof system. Yeah. But instead of, instead of waking up in the morning, which is why I theme my days, like today is my optimization day. So when I wake up on Mondays as we're recording this, I don't say to myself, what am I going to do today? The question is, what day is it? Which has a pretty clear answer. It's Monday. Okay, what does Monday mean? What have I defined Monday as? Oh, Monday is optimization day. So instead of seeing every task on my list, I can now look at everything that's tagged with optimization. And then if there's 40 of those, I could say, well, what kind of optimization am I going to do towards my monthly theme? Or if you're using like weekly sprints, which I do from time to time, the weekly sprints would override the monthly theme. But let's just say monthly theme. Oh, it's video. Okay, what kind of optimization am I going to do today around video? Well, I've only got five tasks. I'm going to update my tube buddy. I'm going to go into YouTube and make sure that I maybe I'm going to create a video that's going to be an advertisement for my YouTube channel. All of a sudden, it creates a funnel of focus. And and that has been my biggest um, – that's been the biggest benefit is by defining my day and theming my time. It's allowed me to not fall victim as much to that part of my brain that goes, yeah, do it later. I don't really – I know I need, you, you've got these – You've got these predetermined uh, themes that kind of give you enough variation of choice, but not to the point where you're so limited. Like, yeah. let's say I run out. Yeah, like, let's say I run out of optimization tasks for video today. Right. Let's say I run out of those. Then I just 
funnel back out to optimization as as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden I'm down. And then let's say my brain goes, yeah, but you're not feeling too well. Okay, let me look at all my low energy optimization tasks. And then all of a sudden it funnels it. So I always have an argument for this part of your brain. And that's why. So then then it eventually gives up. It will always like it, it for example, um, I used to have audio and video on the same day because I wasn't doing a lot of video. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that I needed with video month coming up, I needed to create more, especially after going to conferences. And Chris was at those conferences, too. I mean, the social media marketing world and all these conferences say video all day, every day. I'm like, I need to have more time dedicated to video. So I moved video to Tuesday. And now all of a sudden, that's my, my that's my focus on Tuesdays is video. And what's interesting is Tuesday used to be an administrative day, which is like just general administrative work. But I found that by just dedicating one day to it, I was, you know, I was doing very a lot of low energy work on Tuesdays. So I'm I I, I create came up with that maintaining mode strip that goes across all seven days of the week. So it's it's it, you you have to again. This is about crafting. Mm -hmm. It's about you know you have to get. It's not like set it and forget it. It's set it. It's testing. It's actually it's classic A-B kind of testing that you would do. For, <laughs> like, OK, is this working? Like, it's a lot of testing because that part of your brain will always go, oh, I don't really want to do that. Or I know we should do it. But because that part of your brain doesn't want to do hard work. The prefrontal cortex definitely does. It loves that, that it wants to thrive, whereas the other part just wants to survive. Right. Like that's all it's designed to do. So if you can do that and you don't. And here's the best part. Again, remember, I told you that if you don't like you don't have to theme every day of the week. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like when people say to me when they are against daily theming, they say, oh, there's no way I can theme my days. I do like a class and pattern, classic pattern break. I'm like, hey, well, when do you do your laundry? Like, oh, normally on Saturdays. Well, why Saturdays? Well, the kids are home. I'm like, so do you do a lot of household, like a lot of chores on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. We do like all the like we I go. So you would say that Saturday is the day where you do a lot of household stuff, like a lot of home maintenance and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like and is the family involved? Yeah, yeah. So it could be like even a family day, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So what you're saying is Saturday is a family day. And they're like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah, you're probably already <laughs> doing it to a degree. It's kind of like when people say they can't journal. I'm like, are you on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Like, so you're on Facebook. And you're saying that you can't don't have time to journal. Well, yeah, because I'm like, do you realize that on Facebook you are journaling for the entire world? And mm -hmm. in fact, wouldn't it be better for some of the thoughts you're putting on Facebook to maybe go inside That's a journal? That's a very good is? <laughs> Right? A lot wouldn't of Facebook those things shouldn't yeah. be in the Facebook. Right. So it's it's about and that's the thing is like when I said, like shock the system or mess with people's mindsets, it's like they don't because we were so used to doing things the way that 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 they used to be done or the way we think that there's only one way to do it or there's a limited amount of ways. You have more time than you think. Lao Tzu has this great quote. Time is a man-made construct. Saying I don't have time is like saying I don't want to. That's literally what. So when you say I don't have time to journal, I don't I can't theme my days. That's confirmation bias showing up again and again, which is part of that primitive part of your brain because it knows it knows that that's an enemy. So, again, like the theme one day of the week, theme a, a block of time. You know, theme a month. Start there instead of picking a New Year's resolution that that could fail by the middle of February, which is what happens to most people. Pick 12 monthly themes. If you want to, like, I don't know what monthly themes to pick. Pick 12 bad habits that you like to kick <laughs> or look at the 13 virtues of Benjamin Franklin and go, OK, month, month, uh, January is temperance. February is charity. Like you could do all, like there's there's ways. So instead of spending time looking for the latest productivity tricks, I might say, OK, I'm going to see my months. What are the best things like sit with yourself and go, hey, you know what? 
March is, I want to build better relationships. What month can I focus on that? Hey, I want to make sure that I've got my video up and running. Like if by giving April my focus on video for 30 days, I'm going to be jumps. I'm going to like breathe new life into my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not, you know, when people say when they get caught up and you will, because we're human, um, if you have this, this weapon of theming your time and mode based work in your arsenal, you're going to be able to fight off that where it says, Oh, I know I should be doing this right now, but I really feel sick. Well then let's just do the stuff that we've decided that we can do when we're sick because then you still have control. Then you're still using logic and reason instead of letting emotion guide you. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.